one of these days I will uh, I'll turn that down so it's not so loud on our headphones, maybe. Because <laughs> um, I always adjust my volume. Well, I, I have it the last couple of weeks. I'm like about to adjust my yeah. volume. Wait, no. I do try to turn it down because it is really loud to yeah. us. Um, I don't think it's that loud when you listen to it, but maybe it is. I just I haven't gotten any feedback from from our three listeners on it. So it's because they just skip to the first. Like, this is the it's because uh, they know this is the new Utah podcast. Um, if this is the first time that you found us, um, thanks. Oh, welcome. Um, if you last thirty minutes. Uh, <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> uh, it is episode 134, 134 consecutive weekly episodes uh, where we talk about Utah, uh, the things we like in Utah, uh, people from Utah, people that live in Utah, um, a bunch of shit that no one cares about in our personal life sometimes. Um, but it happens in Utah. Yeah, all of it's in Utah. So uh, I'm Chris, one of your hosts. Jeremy. Jessica. Bree. There, there. We're all, we've done a proper intro. <laughs> now we can move on uh, and not say what you're listening to. You should know what you're listening to since you fucking found it. It's not like podcasts magically just appear in your feed. You have to somehow get them. Um, Maybe they have a randomizer. Uh, I mean, I guess like maybe like Spotify. Spotify. Pandora yeah. is doing podcasts now too. Yeah, we. That's. I just don't know if I could do like a <laughs> random podcast. Like, oh, this pops up. Oh, this pops up. Like with music, it's great because you hear all sorts of new stuff. Uh, if you do that, that's how I right. get away from the with radio. music. You have a minute and a half to three minute commitment, though. Yeah, not a two hour commitment. By the way, you have <laughs> committed to two hours. If you're listening to this show, we we have buckle in for well, two, was, for two years. We've discussed shortening the show and, and none of us can come up with a way to do it so two i was talking this. to heather and to vanita and heather's like i always get through the introductions and then i have to go into wherever i'm going into and i never finish the rest <laughs> of it and vanita's like how do i find this and i had to we had to walk her through like downloading soundcloud and all that stuff and i got people that i work with now that are listening to the show um Holly, on the other hand, she's like, well, I download it and then I just listen to it at work. So it usually takes me a day or two to get through it, but that's how I do it. Yeah. And I mean, I listen to a lot of shows and I, I listen to some that are an hour. I listen to some that are that are two hours and, and some that don't really have a set time, but they're somewhere between that. And I don't have a problem listening to them. Uh, but again, I, I listen at work a lot of times when I'm actually working. It's, it's good noise. And there's certain podcasts that I don't listen to intently. Uh, and they're like uh, some of the sports shows that I listen to about soccer. I, you know, I listen to them, but I'm not like involved in them. So I just started listening to a Utah relevant one. It's called the cold podcast and it's about Susan Powell. And I've heard about that. It's, it's God, goddamn it's murder porn such, podcast. It's, <laughs> well, the people that are doing it from KSL have done a really, really good, very objective, okay. fact only. Like this is just here's the tapes, tapes of Josh, tapes of her. Do they play any of the music from his dad? Um, they are not there yet. They're not that far yet. I, but it, it just is. It's. I will tell you if sucks. you want if you want downloads, fucking do a podcast about crime. Because those we can are the find podcasts. people. We, maybe we should do some podcasts about Utah criminals. Yeah, can we get one? <laughs> can we get Ted Bundy on the show? <laughs> he's still like, in prison, right? Did he die? Did we kill him? I don't know. 
This is a, you guys. Will, you guys will find out more He's about crying. Chris's ability to understand famous people later, as we talk to Stuart Graves. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk to famed um, celebrity fucker Stuart Graves, uh, celebrity hugger. I call. I was nice. I never said fucker. Uh, but uh, Stuart likes to take pictures with celebrities, um, a lot of them. He has gotten a lot of really a awesome people. Yeah. Um, and and you say awesome people, and I just think they're people. It's it's weird to me, but that's okay. Um, this show isn't about me. I know that I think it well, is. Well, it is right now because you're the only one that's talking. So <laughs> <laughs> I do have to drive the train wreck that is this show. Um, the New Utah, your background music for work. Since no one else I, is. I got to tell you. So I, I put this on the notes this morning. Uh, I, so I drove in and I posted on Twitter um, a picture as I was driving uh, into work this morning. It was the most gorgeous sun, sun, sunset. I was going to say sunrise. <laughs> Depends on what time you're going to work. <laughs> uh, the most gorgeous sunrise. I'm sure some of it was pollution, but just the the colors that were coming up uh, over top of the the mountains uh, to the east um, and the skyline of the mountains. It, it just reminded me of, of why I live in Utah. Still, there's been some really awesome ones lately. I did. A, I took a panoramic of this morning and posted it. But it's it's just we live in such an amazingly beautiful place. Uh, it's. The sunsets lately have been really beautiful, too. Oh, yeah. Pollution really makes sunrises and sunsets look great, and we have one of the most polluted airs. <laughs> well, the sad part is we had that storm last week, and it pushed things out, but it's... It's coming again. Don't worry. The next morning, my fucking neighbor's back to burning wood. It like, can come whenever it wants now that the like, girls are home. Like, what What the shit, man? You, don't, you have a fucking gas furnace. Why are you still burning wood? You are a huge part of the problem. He just doesn't fucking get it. At least I don't think he burns on on no burn days. But it, like no burn days should happen like basically from uh, October first through April April thirtieth. Well, so like that more, should be no burn. More and more cities and counties are making it illegal for you to build a new house with a fireplace in it. Like you can't. Like they won't allow it unless it's like a gas one. fireplace. Right? Yeah, gas fireplace you can't. But, but not, wood a, burning. not a wood burning fireplace. Well, yeah. your parents' house was technically a remodel, so if one already existed, that's a different story. But if it's a brand new house, and this, it's not all municipalities, but more and more, I get where they shut it down. They say no. Nope. Well, and there's there's a lot of municipalities, like all of Salt Lake County now. If you have a heat source other than a wood burning stove, they will they will find you. They drive around and look for Smoke. smokestacks uh, with smoke coming out. And if you have another form of heat generation and you are burning in a stove or in a, in a fireplace, they will find your ass. That's and Herbert's that answer to clean in the air is find the people that are. Hey, it's it's one way to do it because I mean, like I said with my neighbor, what fucking business does he have burning wood all the time? It's really bad. To it's burn not wood. even an efficient way to do no, it because it's going to overheat whatever room you it's in and door not heat and up. The house has that firewood stink to it. Oh yeah, I have that firewood stink to it, and it's not it's not good. It's like garbage. It's hot garbage is what he burns. I swear <laughs> to God. I loved growing up with my grandpa's fireplace. I think if he was in Florida. So, like, <laughs> I watch Police Cops. For those of you that don't know, that is Live PD on A&E now, or it used to be Cops, but Live PD is way better. And, like, routinely, there's, there's this one county in Florida that they follow, and, like, I don't know, probably once every couple of months, 
a cop happens on a fire. It's a relatively rural community, but he'll happen on a fire in someone's fucking yard where they're just burning garbage. The, or like dressers. Yeah, like they're like, well, we didn't want this <laughs> stuff anymore, so we just decided to burn it. He's like, you can't fucking do that. They're like, yeah, we can. He's like, no, you can't. No finished materials with paint and stuff. You're not allowed to burn. He's like, ah, oh, there's none of that in there. And he's like, I can see a fucking box spring right there. Like, he's like, I can see the veneer of a dresser. He's like, nah, it's all right. Don't worry about it. And he's like, you can't burn after dark either. It's against the law. You need to put it out. And the guy's just standing there with a hose, and he's like, He's like, if you don't put it out, I'm going to find you and call the fire department, and you're going to pay for their trip here. <laughs> like, so I think my neighbor would fit really well down in Florida. Is what I'm well, that knee hangs his meat in the within the garage to, after he hangs. I don't know how he has space to hang his meat in the garage. They have like fucking <laughs> 300 cars, two RVs, two wave runners that he works on at 6 a.m. on a Saturday morning. Um, they built a wall down the center of their garage so that they could store more stuff. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. I don't I don't understand it. They parked on their lawn this summer because they had their daughter living with them. So there were like two cars on their front lawn in addition to all the shit in their driveway. I don't I don't understand it. Steve, if you listen to this, which I doubt you do, <laughs> fucking figure it out, man. Figure it out. My neighbor my neighbor's name is Steve, by the way. I'm not making that up. I can't remember his wife's name ever. Um, Mrs. Steve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More reasonable Steve. Uh, anyway, so, okay, last week we had, uh, um, last course, Thane. Thane from last course. Uh, and this week, all week, if you are listening to it, uh, the week before Christmas, you can go to any last course location in the 17th morning, through the 22nd. uh, and get free breakfast. Um, so Jess and I went, uh, yesterday, Monday morning, uh, and got a free sweet roll and I'm pretty sure they were from Saturday. <laughs> I don't think they were fresh yet because she said they hadn't gotten their shipment in, so I think they were left over from Saturday. Were they still pretty good? I think I After got I, a fresh yeah, one, though. I think Bree did. Uh, her boss got her So my boss one. stopped at the downtown one, and they actually gave him two because he was like, my assistant is the one that told me about this, and I wanted to get one for her. And so they, they actually gave him two. But even two days old, which I'm pretty sure this one was, and then that's not normal, I don't think. They just hadn't got around a dream. I think yet. you guys were just like there at the butt crack of dawn. Oh, we were. We weren't the first people in either, though. There was some other dude and some lady that got there before us and walked in before us. Um, but they were good. I just threw in the microwave for like 30 seconds, like they said. Mine was still warm. And it was really How bad. How bad was it? It's it like a flower. It wasn't like Cinnabon big. It was like oversized muffin tin big. Hmm. I don't, I don't know the best way to just get on your it. damn Facebook, Jeremy. Jesus. Yeah, just go <laughs> look. Just go to their just go to their Instagram page and, and check it out. Um, they're pretty good though. What do you think, Jess? Yeah, oh, I think I might have deleted it. I would have liked to have tried one of their other breakfasts though. Yeah, but they didn't have any. I know. So I want to try their breakfast. Back tomorrow. They were out when my boss went. But anyway, my boss got me a caramel and then the regular like cream cheese one, and then we split them in half, and it was really good. Come back tomorrow because you, like you can go all week. Yeah, all week. That's the last thing I need. That. I just ate three of James's cookies. I probably they'll one. probably be sold out by the time I get out of my first job. So yeah, I, I don't. And I don't. I don't know that that Draper one's that busy. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. But anyway, it was good. So go check it out. It's free. Uh, it's it's worth uh, worth the trip to get a sweet roll. Um, so there's that. Um, Got some uh, winter market trees. Oh, you guys did some the chainsaw you got one, trees. Did you? did you go back and get one? The last one. The very last. So you didn't. She got that smooth one. The one 
And the it's corner really the tall. The penis looking one? The tall penis one? Exactly. <laughs> looks, like a, looks like a wiener. I don't know. I don't really remember it that well. Um, How tall is tall? Six inches? Nine inches? <laughs> For you, Jeremy, yes, six <laughs> inches is really big. It's that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, the smooth penis one. Yep. It's four stairs high. It's four <laughs> stairs high. It's, it's pretty tall. It, that was a no, tall No, it's one. not really four stairs. It's just the angle because she's down, <laughs> so it looks like it's like four. But it is still tall. It's probably like two feet, maybe. Tall? Probably more. Probably more. It's maybe four three. stairs high. It's about 28 inches. Yeah. yeah so oh, maybe, maybe it is. Maybe, maybe it, it really actually, is. It's, it's as tall it was, as it looks. It was pretty tall, that's for sure. Uh, it was one of the taller ones. Yeah, when I got because I got there at ten thirty to go get them and ran out of time and didn't make it outside, so I did. He wasn't in his normal spot, so that was where he was the only yeah, two we, times I've ever. We noticed saw him. you and you're like, he's, I have to run. he's usually yeah. I had brunch with James. He's the same guy that does the pumpkins, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are the three I got. Oh, those are cute. So it was. Uh, it was. They remind cool? me of claymation trees. They remind me of like. Um, you know, like Rudolph, like uh-huh. the trees that are in the background. Of... Snowman, dude. So if you, if... I do look. There's a snowman right there. Well, so if you from, get, from, if from... you get me a creepy Santa, Jess, um, it's going in that display. If, <laughs> and then when, and then it's happening. I'm going on Saturday there to will, get it for you. There will That's be a creepy cool. Santa as long as it's not sold out. I can't imagine anyone wants to actually buy No, you one. never know what is going to be gone. Sometimes you go back and you're like, like I went to go find James, this cool architect set that he and I have both seen like what, five or six times is gone. But the guy has a brand new big booth. What, what is an architect set? It's a drafting set. Oh, just a drafting set? Yeah. I was trying to figure out what you'd like. Is it like a compass and a, yeah, and a board? Compass. Glasses. A monocle. <gasps> Would you use a monocle? <laughs> a monocle. That'd be awesome. No. I find yeah, we sa- call him Mr. Peanut. Savers is the same way. If you don't get yeah, it when you're there. If you don't get it, it's like Disneyland. If you don't buy it, it's going to be sold out. The reason it gets sold out at Savers is the truly good stuff does not stick on the shelves. <laughs> at an ant- antique store, it's, it's probably more likely to stay a few weeks. I mean, you saw the drafting set a long time. Was there any poetry attached to the uh, architecting set? Because I understand. (laughs) No, that one sold. That one sold. (laughs) They go hand in hand. (laughs) That one was definitely... That one sold last year. It's a poem etched into the drafting table, an architectural slam poem. Those fly off the shelf. Yeah. (laughs) No, but the guy... book was the best-selling architectural (laughs) slam poetry book. The guy that had it originally moved booths, and now he has this huge booth, and it's all military stuff, and he has this really cool box of original gas masks, and they're, like, in the tin box, and they're in, like, cloth bags with, like, a description. It's... I'm going to go buy it for Cat Palmer. The crazy ones are the, the ones for babies and the ones for horses. I didn't. The horse ones, yeah, and they're hard to find too. So, anyways, creepy. So we had a we had an interesting experience last week. So our kids are are both in college and they're they're back now uh, for the holidays. But uh, Sean was in the middle of taking finals. Well, no, she wasn't. She was done. Well, yeah, but they were still going on, and yes. the uh, testing center down at Dixie State last week got evacuated for a bomb threat. Guess what? I got that email. Yeah, and so turns out. Like I didn't even know till like three days later. <laughs> so in the state of Utah, at least 
50 different bomb threats were tied to this where they had to do evacuations and validations. So it was a, I kept that. It was a big spam email, uh, essentially, oh, demanding a Bitcoin. Uh, and so Utah, uh, Utah had like 50 of them. And this was before everyone understood what it was. But you still have to treat every bomb threat as a credible threat. Well, you can't. Yeah. I thought maybe at the school, kid, some kid was just trying to get out of his finals. Yeah, so it turns out this was a big deal across the country, actually. So Yeah, Sean, Sean snapped me. She's all, Mom, there's a bomb threat. And I'm like, well, don't, yeah, you should probably get dressed and get ready to get out. She's like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> so it okay. said it was done with broken English. Did it start out with, hello, my dear? Like all of the crappy emails. No, it did just started out, hello. It's on yeah. the other page, but I I really didn't see it because it went to my spam folder, so I didn't see it until like it, the next day. As it should, and I'm sure, you know, all it takes is one dumbass to click on it and then fucking everyone gets it. Um, but, I mean, that's kind of interesting to think because you can't not take the bomb threat seriously. So, no. but yeah, English is, is good stuff. Hello, my mercenary carried an explosive device, Tetral, into the building where your company is located. My mercenary assembled the bomb under my direction. It can be hidden anywhere because of its small size. It is impossible to damage the supporting building structure by my bomb. <laughs> but in the case of its detonation, there will be many wounded people. My man is controlling the situation around the building. If any unusual behavior, panic, or cop is noticed, the bomb will be blown up. My man controls the situation, too. Yeah, I'm fucking good at it. Down with the man. <laughs> I would like to offer you a deal, so here's how I know it's the first real big clue other than talking about his man. I just think he's a mercenary. Is the dollar sign after $20,000. That is not a, a normal way to do that. So that's, that's I thought Jess has her dollar sign. I know, and I give her shit Are you a terrorist, Jessica? <laughs> that's Maybe. just interesting. Je so. Jessica's the Bitcoin bomber. <laughs> Bitcoin yeah, I, bomber. I'm putting Bitcoin bomber in the show notes, so hopefully the... Uh, the NSA is not listening oh, to that. Bitcoin like, bomber. That might not be a good idea. They start looking, at your, they start looking at your posts and there's dollar signs <laughs> after your stuff. I don't think I put them on any of the... <laughs> <laughs> Turns out Only in emails and texts. The they can see those. The, the FBI true. can see those. I do live by the NSA building. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So. <laughs> don't you think they would have found me by now? No, because you live in the weather uh, vortex. I mean, <laughs> you live in the weather vortex. They can't see you. I don't know. Do you fly very oh. often? Because the TSA's yeah. been fucking monitoring a lot of weird shit at airports. Did I you just know flew. if you change in the airport, air marshals will tag your ass? Uh, not anymore. They just changed that policy. You like change like your clothes. So yeah, they they were they were uh, observing American citizens not on the no fly list, but you would go into an airport. Like if you change clothes in the airport, you would get marked and flagged and like. Potentially, air marshals would jump on your plane and follow you around. If you changed in the airplane, um, they would they would denote like how many times you got up and went to the bathroom, how long you were in the bathroom for, like crazy monitor. Like if you took a call, if you were on your cell phone, what you were doing on your cell phone. So this all came out this week, a little bit earlier this week, and um, so now the TSA has said, "Here, yeah, we're not going to do that anymore." I'm on a ten year list. Every time I travel abroad, they. Check my suitcase. Well, you know they still haven't found the Zodiac Killer. What? I know. It's in Justice suitcase. I'm crying. How, how did you get on I'm the 10-year like, list? I have no idea. I have no idea. But th so the first time it happened was when I went to Italy. And I was like, okay, like this is weird. And then when I was coming back from Scotland, I asked the gal. I was like, why does this keep happening? And she said, once you're on the list, you're on it for like 10 years. So The watch list? Mm-hmm. 
it's whatever list it is, but they Just pull my terrorist. bag apart every time <laughs> I travel abroad. Yeah. Do you, do you like pack differently now as a result? No, because I'm a great packer. You just shove it all in in one big wad. That's what I would do. If I knew they were going to go <laughs> no, through I'm, my shit. No, I am an awesome packer. I would be the biggest dick if I knew they were going to go through my shit every time. I would fuck Needles rolled up in your underwear. No, that's fucked up, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, there's like a level of like being a dick and then there's that. Like I would put dirty underwear in there for sure. Ew. I would just Diaper. fucking. Throw, no. What? <laughs> I don't want it on my clothes. That was dirty. What? The dirty yeah. underwear is okay on your clothes? Well, yeah. It's not shit. <laughs> It's well, not a, it's not a ball of shit sitting in it. And also, like, what the hell? Like, who? Wow. Man, I thought I was bad. You guys have just usurped me totally. Don't you guys me? That's a good word. Mm. Usurped? Yep. I like it. Word That's of the day. Word. For who? You. Because no, you just used it. This doesn't mean it's my word of the day. It could be. Now spell it. Jeremy. No. <laughs> that, that makes me think I like Family Guy. There's an episode where Peter hears someone say shallow and pedantic on the news. So he's like, I think you're being rather shallow and pedantic. They're like, you know what the fuck that means? You can't just say that. And he's like, I think that's rather shallow and pedantic. And he... <laughs> And then, then they go to like their cut scene where they reminisce about how stupid Peter really is. And they're like the special edition of, of Trivial Pursuit. And it's like, okay, Peter, what color is the red fire truck? And he's like, oh, I know this. Oh, it was about, about them letting him win. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I digressed. It's a like dumb a show. Tangent. In fact, let's instead talk about events, shall we? Let's. What's going on this week? Because I understand there's this thing that happens in about a week, like almost to the day. Christmas. Well, a week from today that we're recording. By the way, rest assured, rest assured, the day after Christmas, you will still get your episode of the new Utah podcast. So when you have to go back to work, because it sucks and Christmas is on a Tuesday and some people do. And if you don't have to go back to work, then sleep in and then put us on your headset. Um, no, because if you go to work, then we have to get up at 430 and go to the gym. Oh, no, we're still going to the gym. Yeah, that's what I said. I'm not sleeping in because we get up at 4.30 and go to the yeah, gym. But I'm talking about our listeners. I want them to listen to our podcast on Wednesday next week. They will. Well, you're putting the tree away. Yes. Yeah. And don't not put your and, tree away. And, and, you're, and you're yelling for your wieners because we get to babysit your wieners. wieners. Yeah. Wieners. Wieners. I'm looking after Jeremy's wiener. Oh, yeah. His wieners. <laughs> We're looking after his wieners. <laughs> I love it because like, uh, I go out in the backyard when they're out there and I'm like, come on, wieners, come inside. And then they trot in. And Rocky and to come shooting Rocky's in. just like like a dart, but Ebo has to stop like at least twice to catch his breath. Look around. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not to look around. It's because he's just tired. <laughs> he's, he's like trots and his, his run is like slow as fuck well, plus anyway. you have that stupid long thing on him. Jingle, 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 jingle. Drags on the so ground. You can hear him coming. So anyway, besides Christmas, which I understand is happening, what other events are going on? It's happening whether you like it or not. Um, what if you're, what if you don't celebrate Christmas? Then you, yes, it still happens for everyone else. (laughs) 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 Sorry. That's just how it is. Son of a bitch. Uh, (laughs) So last week I brought up the, uh, safe Xmas, um, that is happening down in Provo at the courtyard. Also happening whether you like it or not. (laughs) Yes. Uh, just a reminder, if you are in the LGBTQ plus community and you don't have family that supports you, you don't have family that's local and you want a place to go, um, hop on safexmas.org. Um, you can register and have a place to go. 
Um, also the 22nd, this coming up Saturday, your last Saturday to prepare for Christmas at the farmer's market. Get your gifts and your food. Get prep. your gifts and your produce. Yes. Get some of them fucking cherries. They're so good. Yes. Um, so the next week, I just wanted to put it out there. Um, Oleo has some soap classes coming up the next couple months. and Sign up now or you won't get in. Yes. Um, but they also have other big classes planned um, with some other local businesses um, at their shop. And it is, it's going to be awesome. I can't wait to post more about them as soon as I know. Um, so then we get into uh, the week of New Year's Eve. Well, they've expanded which, their shop too, didn't they? Because uh, Amy's moving out. Um, Amy has yeah, moved out. Yeah, they're yes. they're gonna they're making that space a better education space. Is what That's they're doing. That's why really I cool. said there will be classes. Are they still doing the yoga? No, no it just closed this week. Yeah, they're gonna close that. So. Yes, it closed this week. So to be fair, did, they weren't actually doing the yoga. They right, were was, renting the space. Well, Jen saying. was doing some stuff. It was yeah. like a, it was more of a meditation studio than a yoga studio. Um, so New Year's Eve, lots of stuff going on around the city. Whether you want to go hang out at the Gateway, um, there's a local powwow. Living Planet is doing stuff. Um, just hop on, um, like Utah.com. Hop on, visit Salt Lake. Um, go on Facebook events. There are so many things that are happening. If over. you are going to drink on New Year's, do not fucking drive your car. You call a Lyft or an Uber or one of the like three remaining taxi services. Yeah, a lot of the taxi you. services do special things. If you drive your car and decide to drink, fucking park it and call AAA and they will tow your car for free to your house. I think they're doing that this year. Oh, they usually do. But do not fucking get behind the wheel of a car if you've been drinking. Well, if you know you're going to plan accordingly, bring a designated driver, and stay at home. Find a cute little Mormon person and make them your de- designated driver. They won't even feel left out or anything. Yeah, some of them like doing that shit for some reason. It's weird. Jeremy has a built-in designated driver. That's the only thing bad about divorcing my ex-husband is I lost my designated driver. He'd still drive you. But it's also amateur hours, so just don't go out and drink. He would probably, too. If you call him, he still would. Well, speaking of drinking, my last three events are all about drinking. So, Hell yeah, let's go. Uh, 29th, uh, Salt City Brewing is doing an intro to home brew, and that's in Midvale. I would have loved to look up the ticket prices, but I have a filter on my work computer, and so <laughs> I couldn't look up the ticket prices. I, I will. I but there, Salt City Brewing is an awesome organization here in Salt Lake. They're doing a lot of really cool things for the brewing scene in Salt Lake. And the home brewing thing is huge here. Like there are a ton of home brewers in the state of Utah. We've talked about it before. How you, your friend, or friend of a friend, uh, created Man. Baba. Yeah, well, and, and and I've had another friend that made, like, a banana nut bread beer, which was disgusting, by the way. Don't don't try to fucking do that. But it's it's actually a thing. We've, we've talked to a few folks as well about the home brewing that goes on here, so. Uh, on the 30th in Ogden at Brewies, they're having brunch, and they will be showing Napoleon Dynamite. Yes. Uh, what wins? I will the not 30th. be there. And then on the 31st, what, you guys, we have... What are, what are, you, what are you doing on the 30th, Because <laughs> Brie can stay home. We're, so bringing in, we're bringing in Cassidy's friend. She's coming to stay with us, remember? That yeah, you can, you can hang out with her. I'm going to go to Brewies in Ogden and watch <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite. They should do like That's they do for got. the... the are they going to serve egg salad sandwiches and orange juice? With it says brunch, it? so I'm not sure. I didn't look at the menu. Like the, the Rocky Horror Picture Show where they like act it out in front. They should do that with the pulling down. Oh, my God. <laughs> I want to see everyone up on stage doing the fucking dance. Doing his yes. dance. 
Um, and then you guys are getting a new brewery. It's called Hopkins Brewing, and it's going to be on 1048 East and 21st South. And they are having their grand opening on New Year's Eve. It is at five o'clock. They're going to have um, some jazz musicians and a party. But we're getting another brewery. It's so cool. Um, I'm already disappointed, and I've never even been there. And it's because of the goddamn name, and it tells me all their brews are going to be super hoppy and (laughs) enjoyable. Maybe that's their last name. I doubt it. You don't know. I mean, I don't. It's a play on hops, just like hoppers. Yeah, but what if their last name is Hopkins, and so they they were like, we might as well just name the brewery this. I did date a girl when I was in elementary school, if you can call what you did in elementary school dating. Her name was Bronwyn Hopkins. She turns out she was a bitch. <laughs> like she, she was in Green River all through school. So was Old Bree. Uh, yeah, yeah, bad, bad Bree's a bitch too. Anyway, uh, sorry, Jess. And so was Esther. I, I just <laughs> fucking hate hops so much. <laughs> we don't know until don't. it opens, and then we can know more. Okay. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Are you going to try some beers for me and let me know? Yeah, sure. <laughs> You're a liar. Like Your microphone's going to fall out. It is. I don't on. know what's happening over push, here. Push it just like the, fell on me. Push it back in the stand. There we go. There you go. Not used to things hitting you in the face like that, are you? It's been a long time. <laughs> <laughs> what else, Jess? That's it. Oh, so it's just those two? I guess that, that's all you said. There were two alcohol-related ones. I said three, but you're good. But then you only gave us two. Proobies. Oh, I guess that's three. <laughs> I, I forget. <laughs> Ruby says booze. I was just so excited okay, for Napoleon. You're talking about Dynamite. names, and it's right in there. Brew. But and I was you I was more excited about the movie than drinking during it's so it. So stupid. That'd be awesome. So it's so good. You no. shut your mouth. Stupid. Like about little GI Joes with string on them when you walk in. That's no. like <laughs> like fucking old shitty wrestling figures. You just fuck <laughs> them out the window as you drive past. Trapper keepers. And they take glamour shots while you're there. By Deb. And then you make boondoggles. Glamour shots by Deb. <laughs> <laughs> have all your stuff in my locker. I need to get it out of there so I have room for my Put your hand trucks. up like that. I do a picture of you. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. It's a liger. <laughs> Shut up. I went animal. to a school where the li- where a liger was the mascot. It's true. <laughs> oh, we have a liger in the... Is the liger still at the zoo? The, no. the stopped one? They no, we did a whole story on this. I remember? know. I don't fu- no, I don't. That's why I asked the question. I remember doing the story, but I don't remember the outcome. They moved it to the natural... It's. I think it's down at BYU. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, I think you're right. History Museum or something. Where all travesties of nature belong. No, they have some really great uh, museum exhibits down there, actually. Jeremy and I were Ligers for three years, so it's you true. just don't knock that. Jesus Christ. Um, no. No, that's the mascot at uh, the kids' school. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> it's actually... It's actually <laughs> he means the that Catholic was pretty schools, legit. by the way. Did you speak in a Catholic schools? Did you guys see the the story of uh, the, the the archdiocese of, of Salt Lake and and uh, yeah. all the fucking priests' names they released? This yeah, week? I saw that. No, I didn't see that. Oh my god! So they released uh, basically any any priest that had a. Um, what like a feasible allegation that was investigated for child, for, for child molestation over the last like Good for them. fifty plus years? Uh, they they released all of their names. Most of them are long gone. Um, you know, some have faced uh, charges. They they've all been basically booted out of the Catholic Church. And Go I don't think like anything diocese. was super recent, but 
Holy shit. Way to be transparent. And, and when they were, they were talking about Rio from hell this morning, and one of the things they talked about was one of the more recent ones, like in the 80s, and the guy was um, investigated by DCFS for molestation. He was touching child bottoms while he was swinging them on the swings. And I, I just think, like, you know, that, like, you think about something as innocent as pushing a kid on a swing. But you don't touch their butt to actually push them. You no. push their back. But how fucking crazy is that? It's just, it's absurd to me. And it, it, it does suck because there are way more good priests uh, than there are bad ones. But holy shit, I think the biggest problem is the cover-up that the Catholic Church has done for that's years That's why I said it's years. a good thing that, that's, that, that, that transparency is a, a step in the right direction. That sounds kind of familiar with another Well, and I, that's religious. what I was going to say is maybe the LDS Church will take a hint uh, and take their cues. Yeah, but, but my church is 2,000 years old. Maybe when the LDS Church is 2,000 <laughs> years old, they'll learn, for, they'll learn some stuff. Well, before they get to that point, they're going to have to start committing genocide in parts of the world in the name of their God. So, Well, they've been excommunicating so many people. Everybody might be excommunicated by then. Because we had with the Catholics, we had the Spanish Inquisition. Uh, we had the Holy Wars where they fucking went no, down I'm and slaughtered Muslims. Um, what? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm trying to think of when this stuff happens from the Mormon church perspective. Because if you think about it, like... They just ate people for the Donner Party. the Spanish Inquisition. I mean, is it like... <laughs> Is it like, is it like, uh, so does the massacre that they've done with some of the Native Americans in history, that. is that their holy war? There's the... No, yeah. that's not enough. That's Mountain not big Meadows, enough. Mountain Meadows. Mountain Meadows massacre. That yeah, is. the Catholics never, never at each other. Well, They just at Jesus. You don't know what happened during the Dark Ages, babe. I'm they at Jesus. They did eat Jesus. They and were like his blood. fucking the original yep. cannibals. And they practice that every freaking church service, the yep. Catholics. They're like, just as a reminder, we're eating someone's flesh and drinking we're their still blood. still cannibalistic vampires. We fake it now because it's no, looked zombies. down upon, but this is representative of you eating someone's body and drinking their blood. Yep. And Jesus was not the original zombie Lazarus was. That's true. I just I always have to point that out. But Jesus was a zombie. <laughs> I mean, it's only appropriate to talk about it. His birthday is coming up. An American Jesus oh is white with my hair. Hell, I am reading Michael Brent's zombie books. It's good, huh? This thing never stops. I know, it's like one sentence. I'm like, oh my God, can I take a breath? It's a good thing that I'm t- reading these in 35 minute segments while I'm writing the Well, bike. they're short though, so they go pretty quick. But, but oh my I'm holy just, hell. Good, huh? I can't even breathe. I'm making some notes here, like Mormon genocide, zombie Jesus. <laughs> Lazarus was anyway, the first people, zombie people, Jesus, our people Christmas if episode. you want to read some good zombie book, you need to read Michael Brent Callings, The, the Colony. Colony. Yeah, it's good. I will say, if we make this show note or the show title, Mormon genocide, I bet we get a lot of downloads. <laughs> oh, I wonder if the Mormon church will come after us like they did the Deadpool picture. I don't give a shit what they do. They can't come after me. <gasps> you should not... call it the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints genocide. Yeah, I was going to say, if I say Mormon genocide, it's fine because that's not what they want to go by anymore, right? <laughs> the church. And, and we could the be... The church genocide. We could be talking about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints performing genocide on the Mormon name. <gasps> Whoa. Eh? Eh? How about that? Very meta. That, Jess is looking at me like, shut the fuck up and move on, because this is not entertaining to me at all. 
Oh, I don't care. You can say all you want. Okay, you want to know uh, some genocide is the Trump administration. Right. <laughs> They're fucking falling like flies, and no one will step up and take these jobs. So one of the newer uh, people to go is uh, Mr. Uh, Secretary Zinke, the Secretary of the Interior that uh, fucked over Utah and is probably going to go to prison after he's done. <laughs> You know, there's two. Sarah is also stepping down. Yeah, she's stepping down. Uh, Michael Flynn, of course, stepping down. She already, wants to be remembered for her indicted. transparency and honesty, though. <laughs> I can't even with that. Like, Let's talk about Sarah Sanders has nothing to do with with the state of Utah. Ryan Zinke does. It's true. Um, and one of the things that he is potentially going to be investigated by by the House Ethics Committee once the Democrats take over is uh, his decrease in size of some national monuments, in particular in Utah, uh, Bears Ears and Grand Staircase, and the selling of those pieces of land to oil and gas industry what fucking weird how that works out Dude, just like we said and and questionable that he had some ties with some local legislators uh down in that area Mike noel uh that uh that perhaps maybe there was some uh, i guess collusions the right word but Honestly, that there was some insider shit going on, and that that some of those decisions uh, were were absolutely made in bad taste, and uh, understanding that he was going to make some money on the the backside of it. So, you mean Governor Herbert lied to us? I think he lies to us every day. <laughs> he wasn't even wearing denim. So I, I don't know. We'll see. I, I think we're going to have. Your friend Hatch was. And, and the other thing is, like, Zinke, Zinke had a, in a, his short tenure as the Interior Secretary, he had all sorts of problems, scandal-wise, like using uh, government jets and shit to take vacations. And Wasn't he the one that, like, around. had some weird budget, too, where he was, like, buying a bunch of crap? And- I thought he was buying, like, fucking $5,000 pins for his office and shit. Yeah. yeah that, was, that was Zinke, so. Uh, also, his last name Zinke, so, I mean. It actually would be a great name if he wasn't an idiot. So I, I, I think it's interesting he's stepping down along with you know everyone that Trump's appointed to this point. I think has he had any any cabinet members that have lasted out of his out of his original cabinet? I mean, it did take him like a year to fill his cabinet, which is insane on its own. And and I don't know if any of them are. Are we gonna? I don't see any. Are we gonna mention the fact that we won the? Uh, the bid for the Olympics? Oh, no. We had that on the notes for last week, I think, and we never got to it. I didn't remember if we discussed it or not. So, yeah, Utah Salt Lake City in particular has won the uh, the U.S.'s bid uh, for the Winter Olympics in 2024, 2024, something like that. Sometime in the future, uh, we beat Denver uh, and a couple other cities that were in the running at one point. Reno, for example. For some well, Reno backed reason. out, um, but we uh, beat Denver uh, to host the Winter Olympics. So speaking again. of Reno, the guy that owns the Bunny Ranch, Dennis Hoff, Dennis Hoffman, or Hoff, oh, no. Hoff. Hoff. So Hoff. he ran for Congress, city no, council. He, he ran for the the, the mayor, right? No, some city council. City council. And yeah. he died. Two he died, and then he won. He still won. Yep. Yeah. I don't yeah. even think it was two weeks. I think it was like Couple right days before, before mm-hmm. and he won. But he still won. Yep. Just just crazy. People are so dumb um, and uninformed. Uh, so, but but uh, you mentioned the Olympics, uh, and part of the bid is our ski resorts are fucking amazing. Uh, there was a big independent. Uh, 
commission um, called, I think they called it Turnkey. So it's an annual ski report ranking that they do. And uh, several of our ski resorts were up in the top 10. I think there were three. Park City, Snowbird, and Deer Valley. They were in the top 10. Uh, and then we had seven in the top 50 and 11 in the top 100. And I think 11 is probably how many we have in the state. Um, Apparently 10 of our resorts are within an hour of the airport. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think about it. So Brian Head's really the only one that's not, right? Brian Head's yeah, the one that's one Cassie goes mm-hmm. to. Yeah, but there you've got the ones up north, uh, Snow Basin. Um, what's the other one up there? In Ogden. Yeah, Snow Basin's up by Ogden. Um, and then you've got you know Snowbird, Alta, Brighton, Park City, Deer Valley, Canyons. I think Canyons and Deer Valley are merging. I'm not sure. You've got Solitude, um, Sundance. There's just a ton of amazing ski resorts all over the place. Um, and they rank them on a whole bunch of different categories. And uh, really, it boils down to our snow. We've talked about it before. Um, our snow is the greatest snow on earth, and that's not just a saying. It's coming on Christmas Eve. That's what I hear. Okay, so... so It's like the sixth year in a row. Is it Katruba's Volkswagen mm-hmm. that does it? So there's a, a local but Volkswagen. it has to be six inches. Now. It did not used to be. No. And I think it is now because they've been paying out. So they, they, they do this deal every year where if you buy a car, it's like in the month and a half or two leading up to... Uh, uh, Christmas. Christmas. They stop two weeks before because that's when you start seeing weather reports for a uh, forecast. Um, so like December 15th or so roughly, they, they'll stop. I didn't think it was that, that day this year. I think I still heard commercials. No, it, it actually stopped like the 15th or oh. the 16th. Um, but anyway, so the, the deal is if it snows on Christmas Day, they make your car payment for a year, for the first year. Which is a pretty damn good deal. It's a pretty good sales tool. Because, I mean, really, if you think about it, like the chances of it snowing on Christmas Day is, is pretty rare. Apparently, for the last six years, not so rare in the state of Utah. <laughs> so this year was the first year uh, where they specify in the ad it has to snow six inches or more. Is it six inches anywhere? Or it does it have to be like in the valley? Or it, it's, I don't, I mean, the details, I don't I don't know that well, but I'm sure it's at like Because last time it probably. snowed, we got like six to eight inches and downtown was melting by the day that I, it, by the time it, I drove in. So. It's probably at the airport where they actually have a lot of like snow. Like the official measure, yeah. measure stuff. But regardless. Or somebody doesn't just go out and take a yardstick and stick it in the snow. Pretty fucking cool deal. Um, I don't think we're going to get six inches on, on Christmas this year. We're in a pretty big fucking drought uh, and we need all the snow that we can get so I'm not going to poo-poo any we snow. We got that much two years ago. Actually, we got like eight inches. Yeah, on Christmas? Yeah. Yeah, we got a lot. I remember that. Yeah, because... Don had to go shovel, out, shovel my mom out. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, but, uh, so, we're in a serious drought. We talk about the snow coming. Um, and in northern Utah, it's nowhere near as bad as southern Utah. But the southwest U.S. is in such bad drought conditions. Um, they're trying to plan ahead a couple of years because... Uh, things are so bad. Lake Powell's at 43% of capacity, Lake Mead at 38%. Uh, and those two bodies of water, those two reservoirs, um, basically formed by the, the Hoover Dam, more or less, uh, they feed Las Vegas. Uh, they feed a lot of southern Utah uh, water. They feed parts of California. Um, like, it's, it's a big deal. The Colorado River Basin, where, where all this stuff comes out of, um, there's, a, there's a big agreement. Trying, they're trying to make uh, an agreement happen by the end of January for water rights and who gets what and how they're going to ration and cut water uh, because it's 
pretty fucking I wish crazy. they'd do here like they do in Vegas. So my brother-in-law lives in Vegas, and they actually pay you to take out your lawn and put in, like, whatever. Put zero in zero escape, escape stuff. Gravel or oh, I'd, ha- I'd do If somebody paid me, I'd totally so, do it. So they pay you, but depending on the size of your lawn, it's so much per square foot to tear out your lawn, and then they give you a voucher for certain amount of the landscaping materials. That's really cool because... I'd do that. Yeah, I'd, I'd do it in the front yard in a heartbeat. The backyard, back. I, I want grass because I have a dog and I don't want to clean dog shit off of AstroTurf. Well, and the, dog, would, the girls are trying to convince us to get to getting another dog, too. We're not so. getting a goddamn dog. You just stop that right in the right there. <laughs> we're not getting a dog until after this, this next summer. Pitbull. I'm fine with that. And stop fucking posting pictures of me on Facebook of cute pitbull puddles. <laughs> They're so cute. They like to cuddle with each other. The, the last like the last four days, I swear, at least one or two a day, Bree's tagging me in like little Facebook videos of of, of baby pitbulls. Pitbulls cuddling with each other. <laughs> You're gonna cave? No, I'm not. Well, the problem is like the girls. Okay, so Dawn, her ex, has a cat because of the daughters. Because they brought a cat up. Cassie specifically brought a cat up. And she's like, well, I can't leave it at mom's house because mom she's has got two cats and two, two cats. Dogs. And we don't know how to. So you got to have it for the weekend. And then now Don bought a condo for the cat. Yeah. And Not for his daughters, but for the cat. So I, I, I have to be very strong with this because they will go find a puppy and bring it home and be like, well, it's already here. Don't be a terrible person and give it back. I don't want to raise a puppy for the next eight months. I want to have a puppy-free home because we're going to have to get a puppy. And after our cruise in August, then we'll look at getting Cassie is just insistent on us doing it beforehand because she wants to be part of its life when it's a baby. <laughs> I'm like, I can't. I'm, no. no, that's, that's not going to happen. Uh, so anyway, that's neither here nor there about droughts, but that is a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> that is a big deal. On but, puppy drought, but oh my God, if you ever have a chance to look at pit bulls cuddling, you should. And then, Jess, you, did you find the story about the, the drone company up in Pleasant Grove? I did, because we always like to talk about cool people doing cool things in Utah. And these guys are going to change the roofing and yeah. solar industry. Do you know that you have to get insurance to have a drone? Uh, it's drone insurance, yeah. yeah. yeah well, good thing is the guy used to do insurance, so he knows the rules. Yeah, well, and that's part of why he decided to do this. So there's a company down in Pleasant Grove. What, what the hell's the name of the company? I can't remember. Loveland Innovations. Yeah, so, so Loveland Innovations, this, this guy formed it. He's an insurance adjuster. And, and basically, like, one of the challenges in the insurance adjustment world for homeowners insurance is when you have a natural storm. So we have sometimes massive hailstorms here. It's worse in other parts of the country. But when you have hail that comes down the size of golf balls, it does a lot of damage to roofs and, and windows and cars. But roofs are of particular interest because it's really hard to estimate the damage to a roof. Well, and they were talking about just in general, like people getting up and being you know, tied to the roof and this uh, physicality of getting up there yeah, to so begin with. You have a contractor that goes up there. They to, to We just had our roof done. So everyone that was up on our roof, every, I saw it every time, they were wearing harnesses because if you mm-hmm. fall off the roof, you're going to fucking seriously injure yourself and OSHA regulations require you if you're a licensed contractor to actually have safety. Uh, then you have uh, home inspectors. They don't get on the roof most of the time because it's so dangerous. You have to throw a ladder up. They might climb up a ladder on the side of the house and look at the roof briefly, but you can't get a good look at the roof when you I do that. I think Jeremy climbed on our roof. 
I did. But we didn't use a harness. But we also have a and I didn't really fall off. We no. also have a you had really me go up there. We also have a really, really mildly sloped roof. Like yes, it's do. easy to walk around on. I've done it. Uh, but we also have a subroof up top, which is actually kind of a bitch to get to. You have to throw another ladder up there. Once you're on the roof, you have to bring the ladder up and throw another one up to get onto that 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 top roof. Uh, we actually have four roof lines if you count our porch as well. Um, but the point is, it's difficult and it's dangerous, and it's not done very well. Uh, so these guys have been innovating with drones, uh, creating. Oh, that's creating, what you need, Jeremy, for when you do, decide to do another inspection. Crea- creating drone, huh? creating software and, and stuff like that to be able to actually look at these roofs, isolate things like when when hail damages a roof, it's really hard to see up high with the naked eye, but the drones can, you can mount really specialized cameras and software to automate that process. And so like that's, that's, that screenshot up top is actually a bit of the program and it's actually highlighting, I don't know if you can see very well in the printout, but it's highlighting areas that were damaged by hail. So it gives you a much better chance at estimating the actual damage and what it's going to take to repair uh, that sort of, of problem. So this article is in the Daily Herald, just so you know, the architect, architects oh, and engineers yeah. have been using drones for long but it cuts down the process from two hours to 12 minutes. Yeah, it's really fast. They it's just awesome. throw the drone up there. They they run it through a computer program they've created, and now they can do estimates on the roof. They can do a lot of stuff, map the roof and, and things like that. So it's a it's a huge uh, a huge boon, and they've got seven new patents now. Uh, and there's that's pretty crazy. It's another Utah company that's innovating. And that's just something that happens a lot in Utah. We talk about it all the time. Well, they got 12, 12 patents 12? alone in the last 18 months. Jesus so, Christ. Yeah, that's it's pretty lot. awesome. So uh, cool stuff happening in Utah. Again, it's, it's tech-related. So, Well, we're going we're gonna to talk to our friend Stuart now, and uh, we'll come back and, and talk about uh, what Christmas activities are left. Uh, you got a few days still before Christmas, uh, and then we'll probably say goodbye after that. With us today is uh, Stuart Graves, celebrity hugger uh, extraordinaire. <laughs> Do you actually hug them? I don't think you hug them. No, I don't. There's really I, not any contact. Yeah, no, no. There's been a couple of handshakes and, well, actually, I've had a couple of celebrities put their arms around me. I mean, around my shoulder. That's a hug. That's, That's a side a hug. Kind of side hug. Yeah. Like I probably get weird about such things. It's how the, yeah. Dugger, it's how the Duggars hug. I don't initiate it. It's so. like the creepy stepdad side hug. Yeah. <laughs> you could ask them for hand, like hand hugs. Like no. <laughs> hand? What What's a, a hand, hand hug? hug? You don't know about hand hugs? I'll uh, teach you no, later. Clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> Question. Um, so Stuart is, I don't know, locally in Utah, probably best known for taking pictures with people. Yeah. Um, But who are you? I mean, that's probably, (laughs) it's a broad question, but but besides that, who are you? Like, where'd you grow up? Um, You know, I grew up all over the country. Um, I'm just a regular person, and I think that's why uh, uh, the the pictures of celebrities is interesting to people, because I'm just like everybody else. Um, I'm I'm really nobody. That's what I say all the time. Um, but I I grew up all over the country. My dad was in like electronics, so we lived from coast to coast. Um, I was born in Texas, but I'd say my formative years were in Northern California. But I've been in Utah long enough that it's home. So uh, 17 years in the same apartment up on Capitol Hill. So the same apartment. Same apartment. Wow, seven. Same so, same rent. I was that's no, what, what I was going to ask. Rent controlled. Rent yeah. controlled. Yeah. 
they're going to have claw marks on the hardwood floors when it's time for me. To <laughs> <laughs> when the owner dies yeah. and someone else buys the property. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what do, you, what do you do for a living? Clearly I, you don't. I work uh, at the Salt Lake County District Attorney's Office. I work for Sam Gill. He's the one Sam. that approved our pin. I was like, Stuart, is it okay if we That's send right. this pin that says the sexiest DA? <laughs> yeah. Because he is. Sam so, Gill is the sexiest <laughs> DA. So we had him on the show and somehow And that, he sat right there where you're sitting. Oh, awesome. And somehow that came up that he's the sexiest DA. Oh. Did he like it? Did you ask him? I haven't asked him. I actually got to talk to him a, uh, quite a bit this last week. Um, but I, but when you had mentioned the pin, it was it was after the fact. But I will see him tomorrow, so I will ask him. I but just want to know he laughed. If, <laughs> if he took sure it in, in the... the the way it was meant is funny. I'm sure. Well, yes, I hope he, he did since he carries a sidearm. <laughs> <laughs> We're all I'm in sure trouble. I mean, what are you suggesting, Bree? He's a district <laughs> attorney. He's not a vigilante. <laughs> he knows people. He would probably take the vigilantes to court. He's a good guy, though. Yeah, he, he is. He's guy. awesome. Yeah. If Arrow has taught me anything, it's <laughs> the DAs don't like vigilantes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. No, so, the, vigil, uh, the DA in, in Arrow is a bad person. You but, know. Well, yeah. It's, I guess it's been a bad person multiple times, right? Because that Chase guy, anyway, that doesn't matter. <laughs> um, we digress. Sorry about digressing into the Arrowverse there. Um so, Stuart, you've been here for a long time, and you've been all over the country. What what has kept you here? Why why did you decide to plant roots here? Um, rent control was that the main? No, reason? no, no. <laughs> That's part of the reason. You know, cost. Uh, I'm sure, things have gone up, uh, but still, it's an easy place to live. You have access to everything you would have in a big city: uh, concerts, art. Um, and then number one, not so much now if you look at me, because uh, but I used to run a lot, used to hike a lot, and and so the instant access to outdoors. There's nowhere else you can live in a larger city and and have instant access to outdoors. I live on Capitol Hill. I've got downtown in one direction. I have City Creek Canyon in the other. Well, we talk we talk about being 30 minutes away from everything but the ocean. Yeah, I mean you're like five minutes away from half of it. So. Yeah, it's that's exactly it. And and again, it's uh it's a quality of life issue we you know we have there's nowhere is perfect and we have our inversions and uh you know costs are rising but but still my gosh uh, i'm i'm such an, a utah enthusiast it's spectacular here well then this is the perfect podcast for you oh yes it is <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll probably start some of the questions because i really truly don't fucking understand what it is that you do up there at sundance um because it's just like the polar opposite of how i, I view celebrities um and then i'll let these guys talk because they're probably more in, in line with what you do so what you do up in sundance can you explain to people for, for the, it's not just sundance but sundance is, is here in utah and and a, a big part of it. So what is it that you do? Basically, I just walking up. I, it's so simple. It's really simple. I walk up and down Main Street. Um, I'm extremely observant. I see who I see. Um, if I recognize them, especially if I'm a fan, I go up and see if I can get a selfie. It's as simple as that. Um, usually I'll say the first thing that comes out of my mouth, um, you know, if I'm excited. Which say, does that work out all the time? It, it actually does because it's an icebreaker and I, it gets them to laugh. Um, it's you know, genuine. Yeah, for instance, um, I saw uh, Hugo Weaving and Joseph Fiennes together standing together you don't usually see two celebrities together it's usually and so i just look up and 
holy shit. That's, <laughs> that was, <laughs> and they both laughed and then it was easy to get a selfie. Um, but that's really all I do is I kind of mingle. I walk up and down main street. I see who I see. I see a lot of local people also, not celebrities. And we get selfies. Um, you know how it's small Lake city. Well, it's the same up at Sundance. So I, um, it's kind of the energy. It's, it's a party. Um, I stop into the little freebie lounges for the hoi polloi like me, um, that I can get into, um, the chase lounges. Yeah. The chase lounge and Eddie Bauer lounge or whoever. And, uh, that's basically it. I'll, I'll hang out in certain areas that I know, uh, I'll see celebrities. I like to get them where there's not big crowds because they're more comfortable. So that's kind of so, what I do. So I don't, I don't understand the obsession at all. I mean, for me, and I've, I've told stories on the podcast of interactions with celebrities. I just don't give a shit. Like, it's cool. You, <laughs> you do some stuff that I enjoy, but I don't need a picture with you. I'm never going to talk to you again in my life. So w what is the drive to get all the pictures with celebrities? You know, I, I, I think it's exciting. I think part of it is maybe my age. Um, I'm from a, an age that was created by uh, media, television, movies, um, you know, my, I dream a genie and from, from there on. And so I think, uh, it's, it's still a big deal to me. Um, celebrities, it's, it's evolved and changed. Um, so if it's some, uh, YouTube celebrity or whatever, I'm not interested. Um, but if it's Hillary Swank or, you know, somebody that's had, uh, a long career or Kevin Bacon or that sort of thing, um, it still excites me. I, I think it's, it, it's a cool thing. And it started actually way back. Um, you know, one of the first people I ever got a picture with back when I had hair, uh, <laughs> was Bono from U2. Um, and so it kind of started back then, but it's always been a big deal to me. And so I think maybe part of it's generational. Um, I don't know. So what do you do once you have the pictures? Do you just do you, do you go back through them and look at them over and over again? Do no, you have I really frames around the house. <laughs> I kind of don't. No, I put them on Facebook, and and so uh, so it's kind of changed now. Um, in the beginning, I just did it and put them on Facebook, and uh, and that was it. And then I'll regurgitate them uh, with each Sundance. Um, but now I have. Uh, uh, Salt Lake Magazine, for instance, um, they put all my pictures on their blog. Um, uh, last year I did some, uh, you know, some other media. I do radio from hell usually every year. They're, they're so nice and they have me come on. Um, so it's changed, um, as to where the pictures go, but I still do it for the same reason. If no, if I wasn't talking to you guys right now, if I if uh, I had didn't have Salt Lake Magazine putting my pictures out, it wouldn't matter. I'd still go up there to see who I could get get to meet. Um, you know, just thinking about who's coming this time already, I'm like, really, I don't care if anybody sees those pictures other than me. Yeah, I'm still excited about the possibility of who I might get to meet. I think that's a big draw for it because so many people do it for some sort of return, whether. Yeah. Um, for example, there's a, a group of people. I don't know any of them. I noticed them last year when we were walking around with their little binders full of eight by tens. And I can guarantee you that those are ending up being sold somewhere. Oh yeah. The, you know, a lot and, of autograph hounds. Yeah. And, and it's when you do it for yourself, there's just something more magical about it because you like, you're appreciating what, the, like you said, the, you know, a movie that you've loved or an album you've loved. I mean, 
I literally cried when Danny Elfman walked by me, right? Yes, she did. <laughs> she broke down. <laughs> you know, it was just what it's just it's very it's they're, they are, Chris. They're just people. But at the same time, you know, they're people that you grow up watching and admire that, you know, they're giving you your entertainment without them. You don't have your arrow. You don't have, you know any of that so I mean, uh, if i could touch Stephen mills abs i probably would <laughs> <laughs> but, but that has nothing to do with the if fact you could that touch he's his abs, i get to touch his <laughs> abs first i think saying. we have a list <laughs> yeah it has nothing to do with him being famous yeah. <laughs> if, I saw abs, abs. if i saw abs like that in the gym it would be really awkward as all like, can i just touch your abs please <laughs> <laughs> i want to touch these because i'm never going to get them because i know what it takes to get them and keep them so I just want to feel them real quick. I think he has like <laughs> just like that. Yeah, just rub it up and down like a washboard. See if I can actually play like some old folky washboard on his ass. Just take your shirt and see if you can wash it. <laughs> like, can you just hold on for a second? I just need to grab my get some detergent my, and a shirt and just start rubbing it on your head. I'll snap the and well. And there shirt. is that aspect of it too. I mean, uh, those people. That's not what you see. You know, coming out of the Walmart over on <laughs> Third West. I, I got a whole I got a whole calendar of people at Walmart. I sit on my desk. <laughs> I mean, an example: James Marsden. When I saw him, holy cow! I mean, it's just like you would, you know, those eyes. Whew, goodness. So yeah, seeing there's a variety of reasons. Seeing them is in person is is de- it is sur- it's a little it's bit surreal. surreal. It, it yeah. is surreal. I'm like cuz you know we've all we all have been to Park City. We've all walked up and down Main Street, but then you're like, "Oh, there's you know, there's Kevin Bacon, there's Katherine Hahn, there's Paul Rudd." Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. So, do you ever get to have like conversations with them or is it usually just, "Hey, take a picture and walk away?" Almost always it's very quick, but I've had some times where I have um when I was getting ready to do uh, some radio up there, uh not this year but last year, um, I, they had like a little food area and I saw, um, some activity and it was Kevin Bacon and Catherine Hahn and they were coming in to get mic'd up for access Hollywood. And of course I'm not ready to go on yet. So I'm like, you know, just like that pretending to get food, which I wasn't <laughs> going to eat. And, um, <laughs> Catherine Hahn's like, Oh, that bagel looks good. And I'm like, get you a bagel, Catherine. And she's like, oh, I can't. I'm get. Anyway, long story short, I have a, a friend, Cecilia, that I, I go up with. We kind of call ourselves Lucy and Ethel. And uh, um, I said, can we get a, can both of us get a picture with you, Catherine? I've gotten Catherine a few times uh, pictures with her. But she's like, sure. And uh, she pulls open her jacket because they're wearing her. And she's like, how do my boobs look? And we're <laughs> like, your boobs look great. And, and then um, so got that picture. And then. Uh, the, the folks from Radio from Hell were taking a quick break. So I went and grabbed Gina and I said, Gina, come here. She's like, what? And so I took over and you need a picture with Kevin Bacon because she's a Kevin Bacon fan. And she's like, I can't. I, can't. I couldn't believe she was shy about it. And I just went up to Kevin. Kevin, my friend Gina needs a picture with you. Okay, sure. Snap. So that was an example where we got to chat a little bit. Um, but usually it's quick. It's a quick interchange. They're usually going from like a premiere or another junket or something like that. Right. So you have to get them like really quick. Yeah. So, so what drew you up to Sundance in particular? Uh, the first couple of times it was just the party scene, um, just to go up and drink and hang out. I didn't really actually even knew, no, I knew there were celebrities there, but I didn't know they'd just be out on the street. Um, so I had a couple of friends that I would go up with and that's, that's what we would do. And we go in the evenings, um, which that's what you'd think. Okay. In the evenings. 
Um, and then for w whatever reason, about five years ago, uh, one of those friends I went with, and uh, we went earlier in the afternoon, and we're waiting in a line for some free food. It was uh, Morningstar Farms had a thing. And he goes, Stuart, Stuart, Spider-Man. And I'm like, and so I go running. Well, it wasn't Spider-Man. It was one of the hobbits. It was Elijah Wood. <laughs> and uh, so. <laughs> That's not even close to Spider-Man. It's not even close. And I'm luckily I didn't say, Toby, you know, I know. And, and so I got the, and I'm like, holy cow, I just got a picture with Elijah Wood. Well, that was life changing. Because, <laughs> you know, I've already, I already got pictures with celebrities throughout my, my life or whatever. But there he was. So that same evening, um, and then I got, um, the guy that played Hurley from Lost. And oh, then, I like him. I do too. And he was really, and, and both nice. And then the last one, and at that point I had really been uh, hydrating. And, um, and uh, so I saw Molly Shannon from across the street. And now and, they're like best friends. Yes. And now, yeah. So I go running across and I'm in the bag a little bit and I'm like, oh my gosh, I love you. And she's like, I love you too. <laughs> anyway, then that was pretty much it. And so kept going and going and going. Yeah, if I saw Elijah Wood, I'd probably interact with him about the same way I did with Billy, with Billy, Boyd. Billy Boyd. Yeah. He didn't like, know who I, Billy Boyd was and, I, and I'm like, you should get a picture with him and he's like, why? And I know who like, Elijah Wood is, hobbit. but I probably have the same interaction. Like, <laughs> I still, my favorite part of that story was whoever was with him just started laughing when I'm like, who the fuck is he? Because <laughs> <laughs> he came up to me to talk about my shirt. Yeah, he, and Bree's he like, approached Bree's Chris. like, you should take a picture with him. I'm like, why the fuck would I do that? Like, who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> well, I had, um, what's her name? Uh, Zoe Saldana. Saldano? The, yeah, the, you know who I'm talking about, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I'm just, I didn't know who she was, and I'm just chatting with her, and it was a sunny afternoon, and uh, um, all of a sudden people... And she's like, got to go and took off. And then <laughs> they had like, to tell me who she was. I'm like, dang, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but yeah, so that happens sometimes. But. And that's like my level of interaction with celebrities. Like there's some that, that, you know, you just know, like, you know, Burt Reynolds was the, the kind of celebrity where he's like, you can spot him in a crowd because yeah. he's got that distinctive look. But most of them, like... You can't now. You look, no, like I said. Yeah. But you know <laughs> who's had. up there. And so, and but like you and McGregor, I'm like, holy... You know, yeah, yeah I wouldn't um, fucking be able to pick him out of Oh, really? please. Yeah. He looks like Jesus. Yeah. Well, and, that, and that's probably why. And I see, yeah. <laughs> that, that's probably why this doesn't really have any sort of appeal to me because I just, they're great in a show. And if I can recognize them from show to show, then that means they're a shitty yep. actor, in my opinion. Half the, half the time, Chris is like, who is that? Like, why does like, that person look familiar? Who were we talking about the other day? And I had to like go like three three things deep before you're like, oh, yeah. See, and I just don't write because I don't give a shit. Like, it's great that they entertain and that's their job, but I want to meet Michelle Obama. Oh, that see, would be a good now, one. See, that's the kind of celebrity that I could get behind. But I would want to meet someone like Michelle Obama. Not to take a picture, but to have a conversation. Yep. Yeah. And, and that's the piece that, like, I don't... But if I had a picture with her, I would like that, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't understand the... Like, the photo op thing doesn't mean anything to me. It's it's being able to meet and have a conversation with someone that potentially... But it gives you, like, a, it gives you a chance to at least 
talk to him a little. I mean, for a second. I mean, I've got yeah. to tell an actor, uh, congratulations on your Golden Globe. I, um, you know, it, so it just yeah. depends on like what else is around too. Trust me, if I had the opportunity, I, I <laughs> yeah. made a, I made a joke because I got credentials for the first time this year, and I made mm-hmm. a joke with the, um, somebody from the magazine, and I said, "So does this mean I get to be in a hot tub with Zac Efron?" You know, and she's like, "No, probably doesn't mean that." But, but if I had the opportunity, <laughs> you know, to have a conversation, he I, will I, be there. You never yes. know. Yeah, he yeah. is I'd premiering probably. his movie where he plays Ted Bundy. Has, he has abs. You should wash your shirt on, too. I was yes. going to say, I'd probably try to touch his V, and that would <laughs> not go well. I'd probably end up in jail. Like, my my favorite line in... Uh, what fucking movie is it? It's the the room, the Neighbors movie or whatever, where uh, Seth, Seth Rogen... No, it's called The Neighbors. Uh, yeah, it's called The Neighbors, and at the end of the movie, he's Zac Efron is, like, working out in front of Hollister, and he's not wearing a shirt, and Seth Rogen goes, you're in entire body is like an arrow pointing at your dick, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and that's just a pretty true statement. Yeah. It is. No, if I could have the opportunity to to kick back and chat, yeah, that'd be great, but it doesn't... Who am I? That's not going to happen. Well, that's not even that. One of these days, this podcast is going to be so popular, we'll get <laughs> kick back and chat. There we go. And then you can come I mean, take that's, pictures. <laughs> that's, what we, that's what we do every week, is kick back and chat. Well, I know that's what I mean, but I... With like... We've met famous people. Viet Pham was on here. We had yep. some of his damn chicken. He's in a commercial yeah. now for the Restaurant Association. He's totally famous. <laughs> he's, food, he's Food Network famous. Um, so who was your first? I'm just going to read the question that's on here. We don't ask a lot of straightforward ones, but that's a good one. Who was Except your first? for he said already, which means that you I'll weren't get, listening. I was probably paying attention. <laughs> my first, my very first. first celebrity? Yeah. He picture. said one of his first. Well, Bono, Bono from U2 was probably the, yeah. So how did that happen? Um, just random luck i was uh it was in houston texas during the joshua tree tour i had my two younger sisters i i wasn't living in texas but i'd flown down especially for the concert to take them and uh i said let's let's go down there to the summit which is now a big mega church (laughs) but anyway um and let's get some pictures by the sign that says sold out youtube blah blah blah. so we we park and we walk up on the grass a limo pulls up as soon as we get there door opens bono walks up just totally random luck. Um, we had him to ourselves for maybe five minutes. Um, so I did get to ask him some questions. Um, did you fumble? Uh, what do you ask no. <laughs> So I asked him, I asked him uh, about some other tour dates. And then I asked him, was he surprised by the success of the album? Because the album was number one already. It was their first number one album. They'd never had a number one album before. Um, so things like that. And he answered direct eye contact, was very personable. Did he take off the glasses? He didn't have the glasses on. Oh. That and, was pre-glasses. Uh, pre-glasses. See, the question I'd like to ask him now is how he feels about South Park, calling him the biggest piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he'd care. He probably doesn't even fucking know. Uh, he probably doesn't know. <laughs> but, it was, you know, it was really cool, and we each got our picture taken, and then later on I got the pictures blown up. I... Uh, had a contact over in Dublin, so I mailed him over. He autographed him and sent him back. Oh, wow. That's so cool. is, is that yeah. what, is that experience and that interaction what, what solidified? Yep, I'm going to do selfies with celebrities I, the rest of my life. I think, you know what? I Because um, that was pre-selfie, right? It was pre-selfie, and I used actually a, one of those Kodak uh, disposable cameras, so you get you can't get, get them developed fast enough. I'm like, dear God, let those be good. Um, then you got to hope that the guy that's developing them doesn't just fucking steal yes, them. Yes, yeah. <laughs> 
But I think it is. I never really thought about it, but I think it is because I thought at the time I was a huge YouTube fan. I had worn out the the VH, uh, VHS of uh, Under a Blood Red Sky, you know, the the Red Rocks thing. <laughs> And so to actually have Kids, him get out is, and see that it. is a video cassette. Right? Yeah, video cassette. <laughs> you had to rewind it. Yeah, yes. you had magnetic. Be kind, tape please they, rewind. They yeah. Would play on TV. So yeah, and so to know that it's possible that you could actually see one of your idols or meet one of your idols, I think it kind of it probably did set me off. Um, and then I just I've always had this weird random luck. So. You know, not long after that, there was a band in excess, if you remember that. Oh, yeah. I love mm -hmm. And so I got backstage. <laughs> you see, that's so not <laughs> I got backstage for the kick tour. And uh, I like that. That's my favorite album. That was so good. And, and I got to meet Michael Hutchins. I got uh, the tour book autographed by him and uh, the sax player Kirk and uh, the lead guitarist. Anyway, and so it just kind of kept going. Uh, I've met. I was at their next so, last concert because they had the concert here in Salt Lake, and then it was like less than a month later that. No, no, Kick is Kick was no, no, no not Kick. No, I'm saying oh. their next to last. Oh, concerts. I got you. Yeah, okay, yeah. Here in Salt Lake, I was at. Oh, that you were one. at that one. Oh, got you. And, and then, and then a month later or a month and a half later is when I probably was at that concert too because I had moved here by then and I saw them here. I can't remember which one that was. I can't remember which was Suicide Blonde, and I don't remember either. I don't remember either. But it was, it was about ninety seven. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Ish. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. So I sold that tour book <laughs> for a ton on eBay. <laughs> anyway, but uh, yeah, so yeah, it started with, I think, Bono. So how did you get involved with like Salt Lake Magazine and Radio From Hell? Did they, did they approach you? Did you approach them? How did that No, no. Uh, well, so Radio From Hell was uh, first and I've, I love them. I've listened to them forever. They're all, they're brilliant. Uh, they're funny. Uh, they're politically correct. <laughs> so, My daughter dated Gina's son. They're very, very oh, nice people. Yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, so they actually, I, I bumped into them on Main Street during Sundance and uh, uh, got pictures with them, etc. And then they actually said, you should come on the show. Um, and I said, God, yes, you know, and so that's how it started with them. With Salt Lake Magazine, it was different because I have friends that work there. Um, uh, Jeremy Pugh, if you know who he is, and uh, Mary, and so it's like a family. And so they kind of also, once I did Rail from Hell um, and saw that I was willing to, you know, I get farm out my stuff. I don't know what you call it, but it's not really even that. Um, but they said, Hey, could we, could we post your pictures? And I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Why not? And so that's how that happened. So did you get paid for any of it or is nope. it, it's just a labor of love? It's just labor of love because I, I, I'm sure he gets photo credit. I mean, it's him. Yeah, unlike, but I don't care. Unlike when Jess posted the meme <laughs> of the, uh, the farmers, the old coots. And then old coots and it went viral. Stole it, went viral. Yeah, stole it was, and it went viral. Yeah. But I really don't care because, um, it's to just be, for fun. Well, and to be fair, Stuart is actually in all those pictures. For I am. Part, so. But I also, <laughs> I also think if you're looking at me and it's me and James Marsden, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> or if it's me and Hillary Swank or me and whoever, you oh, know, I might be like, what the fuck is that person doing with Hillary Swank? Yeah. That, that's, and that like, makes wow, me laugh. She's really taking a turn for the worst. <laughs> <That makes, yeah. laughs> and it makes me laugh. And I got a great picture of her this year. She's like peeking over my shoulder and, uh, she was really sweet. So does that happen a lot now? Are you because there are, Sundance is um while there are a variety of stars that come up, there are some that are up 
year after year, year after, after year. year because they participate in the uh, either acting for these independent filmmakers or they they help these independent filmmakers get off the ground or even do some of it themselves. Um, do you find that that happens often that you have the same few people? I mean, like you said, I do uh, have some regulars. I so the ones I've gotten the most, Molly Shannon. And and so now is she, she always drunk because she looks no, like she's always drunk. I think she's like kind of a health nut because she's one time she's like, let me take off my jacket first because I've been working out and she wanted to show up her arms. Um, so no, uh, Molly, you can drink and be and be muscly. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, don't think so. I think she's. <laughs> I mean, just like every interview I've ever seen, she's always seems like she's just drunk. I Maybe think that's, that's just, just her. her. I think it's just her, and she's really sweet. She's, she's sweet so to everybody. Funny. I love her. Oh. Um, and then another regular, Elijah Wood, I've gotten several times, Kevin Bacon, Catherine Hahn, um, Jason Ritter, John Ritter's yep. son, got, I've gotten him a few times. So I, you do get some regulars. You do. do they recognize you now? Um, uh, Maybe not by name. Don't be humble. Molly does. Yes. Molly does, but I, the other one's just by face. Yeah. But they're but like, still, here's the here's the bald, dumpy Sundance guy. They, they ever like cringe? Like, motherfucker. She I'm sure on the inside they do, but they're actors so that you can't see it. <laughs> so have you had No, that is, that is not true yeah. because I am sure that there are people that they come across that they are like, <sighs> well, I don't know. And not you, because you're respectful in how you approach that. I am. That's the thing. I always ask. I don't. I, I, I always ask. And I try and, and like, I don't come from the side or from the back. If I, even if I see them, well, that's I'm. That's creepy. No matter to, who you are. Exactly. Like you just slide in like behind. I did to Jack Black. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's one of my favorite pictures, actually. Is So right after the election, uh, I got a picture with Jack Black, and he has the Make America Rage Again hat. <laughs> and, and I had actually, so I didn't even pay attention to the hat at the time I was getting the picture. The day before, Juliet Lewis had posted a video of him, and he's like singing to a Rage Against the Machine song. And so I'm like, oh, I love that video that Julia posted yesterday. And he's like, oh, thanks, man. We got our selfie. And then later I'm like, oh, damn, he's got the, <laughs> he's got that great hat on. So, so did you have anybody that afterwards you're like, wow, what a jerk? Um, no, I, I, I hate to use the word jerk because um, uh, you have some, I've had a, some people say no. Um, but I, I honestly believe it's their right to say no. Um, and so I, no. Uh, I can, I'll bring up, you know, uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal does not like to get pictures with anybody. Um, but again, I think it's her right and it does get out of hand. Uh, this, this year on that first Friday, um, uh, there was Jack Black, Joaquin Phoenix, and who's the guy that lost all the way? Jonah Hill. Um, all three together. And oh, that's got to be fucking insane. It was insane. And so I just backed off. I'm well, like, nope, nope, nope. That's nope. why they never go anywhere together. Actually, yeah. Sean Means and I were standing at the front of that crowd and we almost got trampled. Yeah, yeah. I just backed away because I'm like, no. And um, and it was a kind of an intense vibe that first Friday. Um, I, Nick Offerman, for instance, he was saying no. He was not getting pictures with anybody. So I didn't even try that day. Um, but Sunday, he's just standing there by himself. So I walked up and I said, I'm totally prepared for you to say no, but can I get a selfie? He's like, sure, man. I'm just standing here. Come here. And so did he whip some bacon out of his mouth? No, pocket? he didn't. <laughs> but so, you know, that was a good one. Um, See, I don't know who that is. Nicholas, yeah. Nicholas Cage was really intense. Were you there for He's that one? Intense, isn't he? No, Cecilia so, got him. So Cecilia, yeah. So Cecilia and I, I were standing outside of, um, cause basically they turn all the restaurants, um, in Park City into like, Celebrity lounges. Yeah, celebrity lounges lounge, where they do all the, yeah. And so they can go I, and 
talk to each other and not fucking get assaulted. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and sell whatever they're selling. Um, yeah. So I just saw it. Like Stuart said, you just really have to be observant of what's going on around you. And I saw somebody talking and kind of like prepping an area and like it was a little bit intense. And all of a sudden a car pulled up and I was like, I'm just going to stand right here. A car pulled up and all of a sudden just a crowd of people and Nicholas Cage got out of the car, but they were so pushy and just like it was a it was offensive like i felt bad yeah. for nicholas cage because they were just like is that why monsters he's such a like it was, now? i don't know but it was it, he was there for Has um the pressure gotten to him what was the movie that just came out the mandy oh yeah yeah that's a but i wouldn't film. fight for him now i'd still fight for jack black possibly but oh, not, yeah. not nicholas cage he was jack funny black, for yeah. sure yeah he's one of my favorites i'd make him Be, being a, a star not that i'll ever have this problem that's got to get old. That's got to get That's really it, and old. I, so I'm, I'm, I, I'm empathetic about that because um, they don't know me. They don't know. And, and maybe I'm the hundredth person that's asked them for a picture that day. So I've, I'm prepared to say here, no. Tim Robbins told me no. I'm like, no problem. Um, mostly, most always they say yes. Um, but if they say no, I'm like, more power to you. Maybe some, you, there's all kinds of reasons. They have a headache. Somebody just died. You're the hundredth person to ask them. They're trying to get somewhere, you know, so. They're yeah. real people. They're real people. You have to, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't blame them. That's why I don't ask, because I just. That's not why you don't ask. It's because you don't I'm trying to be positive here, because I, I, it's, I mean, I, I, I get it in, at some level, but it's still, it's just well, not my thing. So, so here's the thing. So John Krasinski. You, you, I've gotten pictures with him a couple times. He's really nice. And then you go and you watch A Quiet Place and you're like... I'd rather get a picture with his wife. Well, she wasn't there. She, I think she's <laughs> about to have a baby. and that's. But, um, but that's cool. I mean, it's like, yeah. wow, holy cow. Yeah, you know, so... God, that fucking movie was so good. Yeah, it was good. Really good. So I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll pull that picture out and regurgitate it on Facebook. <laughs> Brie would die for a picture with Anna Kendrick. I would. Mm. Just because she's, she's the same size as yeah. you. <laughs> Last or this year, um, I one like I didn't people. get, uh, Kira Knightley. Oh, I love her. She was. She's coming back though, right? She is coming back this year, so I'm not going to lose it's it like gonna this. It's going to happen because she was so classic Hollywood gorgeous that I forgot I had a camera. And you don't have very much. I love her. I do too. And, and Emily Blunt. That would be a good one Emily too. Emily Blunt would be a good one. But uh, she got into the car. But I mean, I'm standing there and I just kind of look at her. I could have gotten it, but I, I just like. You were starstruck. I was starstruck. And she got in the car and that so was So you it. do still get starstruck. I do. Oh yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. So who would be the, who'd be the ultimate photo for you? You know, I had somebody at work ask me that. Um, and there's a short list, you know, my, my, my kind of jokey one would be Chris Hemsworth, but you know, the, and it would be great. That's I, possible. I, it is possible. And like I'd love to get him. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, <laughs> for all the wrong reasons. Or, or like, or like starved for six months to show no, no, up Thor. in a shitty film. Thor. Okay. Thor. Yeah. What's the cabin in the woods yeah. that he was in? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's probably one of the best movies ever made. That movie's trippy. No, I'm talking about, was it Castaway? Is that the, no, no it was, uh, it was the man in the, it was the, no one saw the movies. The I saw it. It wasn't, very good you know, i understand but, but he like lost all his weight, all his he was weight. like skin and bones yeah but no the real answer would be somebody that's got a a career that goes forever um i'm gonna say not the, penny marshall 
Well, not now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say uh, Robert Redford. Oh, yeah. He doesn't like to get the pictures, but I think he would be absolutely amazing because this is the reason we have this yeah, in Utah. Say, is, does he still does he still like show up? Yeah, yeah. Sundance? For right at the beginning, he does. I was gonna say he's hard to. He doesn't come. He out does much. not. People don't. He's, um, he's not. ancient. And you know, yeah, I gotta say, a, maybe he's a vampire. Even if I couldn't get a picture, I'd like it to have a moment, just a moment to stand there and say thank you, and that's it. Uh, so Redford Streisand. Because oh, yeah. Barbara Streisand, are you effing kidding me? Uh, those kinds of people, Meryl Streep, you know, uh, but you know, you, yeah. So I have a list, but uh, it's not going to happen. And Redford's not going to happen. So. <laughs> hey, you never know. Yeah, I think I do. Never, never say never. <laughs> no, yeah. But yeah, probably not with Redford. Yeah, but that, yeah, so those kinds of people that, that have a career Legends and they've done it all. Just. Legend. They've directed, they've acted. And then with Redford, you know, his environmental stance, uh, what he's done for Utah, that that's that resort down there. If you wandered around Sundance, it's spectacular. It's how a resort should be. So um, I've always anyway. I've always wondered because, I, you know, the film festival is named after the resort, which is fucking nowhere near Park City. So <laughs> what, did, it, did it start out at Sundance? I don't think so. I think it's just the obvious choice because Sundance could be trademarked by him, yeah. really. You know Probably, what I mean? Yeah. And so I think that's why um, I think it's always been at Park City as far as I know. But I don't I don't follow the history. I don't even see the movies during the film festival. So <laughs> see, that's crazy to me because some of the best movies that I've ever seen come out of. You say that, but you don't. They raised the price of the ticket. Yeah, this I don't year. I'll see them later. They're a pain in the ass to get into. Yeah, it's disappointing because a lot of them never actually see the light of day. Even really good ones never actually get out of that festival. And I, I've seen like amazing documentaries that don't get picked yeah. up. And and it's it sucks, but it's really hard to get tickets yeah. anymore. To, you have to, to have quick fingers. <laughs> I just I just don't care enough. Like I don't I don't do like lines and like if there's a big demand for something, I'm just like. Eh, That's me. No. And I think the, old, the older if you get to this age, it's worse. <laughs> I like, like no, the no 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 excitement of it. I think Jess is just young enough. <laughs> <laughs> I think so too. I think so. So do you have any advice for someone that, that wants to do what you do? I, yeah, I, I would say... Do uh, it. <laughs> I would say do it. Don't do it because you're taking my space. No, no. Nope, I would not say <laughs> I'm that. Just no, kidding. Because every picture would be different because it wouldn't have Stuart and it would have that person <laughs> on it. <laughs> no, I would say number one, common courtesy. Uh, other than that... If you common courtesy and that's it, and and go up and and see what happens. Um, it's not hard. Um, and don't go post on Reddit when they tell you no that they're pieces of shit. And, <laughs> and I, yeah, I mean, it's easy. Uh, no, I say common courtesy. That's all. Um, treat them like you would anybody else in a kind way. That's it. So. Hmm. Anybody else have anything about selfies? With <laughs> no, I always forget to take them. I don't even remember to take them with my kids. I'll I want to. Like, ah, shit. Let me ask you guys who's the most famous person you've ever met? I want to go. Let's go around the. I have no idea. Uh, Ian Summerhalder? No. Oh, good one. Yeah, he, he's awesome. My daughter yeah. totally is in awe of him and the work that he does with animals. She's yes. going to be a zoologist type person. Oh, good. That's and a good so, one. And so, yeah, she, she was obsessed with him for a while and she went up to him and, and told him what her major was going to be. And he was amazing with her. And oh. She just was in tears about it. But who is that? Brendan? No. Who's that guy that we got drunk with at the bar? Uh, remember, he's really <laughs> tall. 
I don't remember. I can't remember his name. But I will. But he he was really cool. Um, another one that my daughter really liked, and he didn't have a long line when we were at Fanex. Mm. And so we talked to him, and he let us take a selfie, which they usually don't. Oh, wasn't yeah, he on Walking Dead for like five no. minutes? <laughs> and then, um, and then later we went to the bar afterwards, and he was there, and he let us take another selfie with him. And then we saw him the next day, and so he, my daughter, like messaged him or something. So every once in a while on Facebook, he'll send her a little message and ask her how she is. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh wow, that's cool. Brando Eaton or some shit. Yes, like that. that's who it was, Brando oh. Eaton. Oh, okay. I don't even yeah. know who the fuck it is. He's super cute. He's way tall. He's like six four or something like that. And so the two, these two little people, because it was Zach's wife, who's as little as I am. Oh, We're both standing next to him, and we don't even hit his shoulders. It's the funniest thing. It's this big, tall guy and these two little teeny, tiny uh, people. So those, I guess those two people. Jeremy, have you met anyone famous? So so a lot of, like, local famous that were people, but I guess the most famous person I can think of that I've met that most everybody would know is Orrin Hatch. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we were at a park. I'm sorry. We were at a park downtown, um, some friends and I, and he happened to be walking by, and somehow the, one of the friends that I was with knew him and said hi, and he came over and shook our hands and said hi for a couple minutes and talked to us and then walked off. So that's probably the most that counts. That counts famous as far as... He's kind of famous because now he's on all sorts of well, evening talk shows for being an idiot. As far yeah. as, I mean, almost, anybody, almost everybody knows who he is. Yeah, and that's true. Uh, is the uh, Hobbit <laughs> Billy no. Boyd? <laughs> I mean, I, I've met, I've had conversations with Dick Cheney when I was younger, mm. uh, and he's he is an asshole. He's <laughs> just a giant piece of shit. Um, and I've I've had long conversations with him a couple of times when I was because he was uh, the head of the DNC and uh, not the DNC but the Democratic Party or Republican Party. Sorry, in uh, I'm like in when Wyoming, did that in Wyoming when I was growing up, and he used to come and he would do like he would judge like speech and debate tournaments and stuff when I was a kid. Mm. Um, so I got to got to know him a little bit. He's he's an asshole. His son's a bigger asshole. <laughs> um, I'm shocked. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's not tell. just it's not just a, a facade that he puts on. No, That's he's real. <laughs> he really shot someone in the face, and it wasn't an accident. I assure you. Um, but that's probably the most famous person that I've had. I'd say a vice with. president. Yeah, that works. Especially one that basically ran the country. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For all intents and purposes. <laughs> and then you, I know you've got some. Where do I even start? Yeah. I don't even know. Mm, who is the most famous? Like the most famous or to the me? One, or like, yeah, the one that pleased you the most. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's kind of a loaded question. <laughs> None of them. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's a tough call because... Like, I had my picture taken with Tim Curry, but it wasn't really, I mean, it was a meeting, but without being a meeting, um, meeting John Cusack was pretty amazing. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, Danny Elfman, obviously, because yeah. I cried. I just have really funny moments. Like, I don't know if I told my story about Jack Black, but I saw him. We had parted ways briefly, and I was walking up one way, and I looked across the street, and I was like, wait a minute, that's Jack Black. And so there was a really not anybody standing around him except for his people. And so there was a spot next to him. So I like kind of beelined it down the street and just slid in right next to That's him. And I was do. like, I really loved you in Jumanji. And he was like, 
Thanks. And then I just walked away. Like that was the moment. Like there was <laughs> that, no. That was the movie. He was awesome in Jumanji. It just barely came out. That, that was, but that was the movie that you liked him in. It just barely came just out. Barely. I had just. He, saw he did it. a good job. Like yeah, yeah. it's hilarious. I think there are only there are a certain He's, amount of people that pull off, pull off being the woman. Girl. He's good. Yeah, but like I have funny moments all the time. Like I'm like you. My boss is always like, "How does this stuff happen?" I'm like. I'm disrespectful, and I and you're observant. Yeah, I'm not overly like like overly and like a moment. This is one of my favorite moments was with Malcolm Jamal Warner. I was flying to LA to help my friend move to Iowa, and I was like, "But why would he be at the Salt Lake Airport at six o'clock in the morning? It might have even been earlier than that." Before anyone fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he had actually been in town because he did a performance because he just won a a Grammy for an album that he did, and he was performing at Kingsbury Hall. He said, "Anyways, I didn't talk to him at the airport here, but we ended up sitting in the same spot waiting for our." rides and I was like and he had just been in an American Horror Story and I was like this has got to be him like he looks a little bit different I'm like looking at pictures and I was like <laughs> you know did you say Theo no I said everybody has a doppelganger has anyone ever told you look like Malcolm Jamal Warner and he goes that's because I am and then we had a whole like 20 minute conversation about helping friends move like you know it just it's like what's that skateboarder guy I can't think of his name Tony Hawk Tony Hawk Tony Hawk gets mistaken for not being Tony Hawk all the time oh yeah there's a whole thing when you think of Tony Hawk you think of 90s Tony Hawk not, 20 not video games. Not Tony Hawk because he's old. <laughs> guy that sunk his life yeah, savings still, into a failing. He game. still skateboards. Mm-hmm. I, oh, I know, but I'm saying most people. Like, Craig Parker. That's probably one of my most favorite people I've ever met. I don't even know who that is. He he was in Lord of the Rings. So he, he doesn't count as famous if none of us know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> he was in Rain. Um, I don't know. It was just amazing. He was awesome. That's probably one of my most favorites. So I want to talk about I want to talk about the other stuff you do in life because okay. photos are cool, but but you have a pretty fun job, right? I mean, you, you work for yeah. the DA's office. Don't yeah, you? it's okay. Um, it's, it's actually a, how long have you worked there? Um, six and a half years. And it's just okay. Yeah. Well, no. I, okay. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. <laughs> Because I'm going to tell Sim. He'll listen to this. Well, Sim knows how I feel about him already. So he's a, he's a, he's a great boss. Um, he's the reason I work there. My job's okay. I, it's my extracurricular activities that make me happy. So uh, besides selfies, I do. you're talking about uh, political people, and I have a lot of political friends. So during campaigns, if I'm for that person, I'll just go and take pictures and uh, um I, I and I just like to hang with them. So I, you know, I've got you know, I've got friends in those places. Um, in well, you were saying today places, just just before the show, I just got to hang out with Ben McAdams today. Yeah. So Ben and and Jackie, um, uh, I've got close friends in politics. Um, so that's that's my. It's not really work. It's my extracurricular activities. And then I travel a lot. I go. I like to travel all over the world. So I like drowning in Laos. Yeah, stuff like that. What's your what's your favorite place in the world that you visited? Uh, Nepal. I've been to Nepal five times. Uh, How does it compare to Utah? <laughs> <laughs> it's well, mountains. There, there was just a huge eye roll it's for exactly nobody that could see that. Exactly the same. <laughs> you know, we have a Nepali community here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Appa Sherpa, who until recently had the record for summits of Mount Everest, lives in Draper. Um, so there's a there's a connection. We ha- and mountains. I think that mountains connects us. Um, although they have mountains on steroids, you know, our mountains are babies compared to that. But, 
Um, but I like everywhere I've been. Um, but I, I'm really focusing on Asia lately. I, I like the, the culture, the food. It's uh, exotic. Um, I just did a trip in Cambodia, Laos, and Vietnam. I, in the spring, I'm going to go to... Uh, you didn't uh, get murdered, obviously. <laughs> no, it's safe there. It's safer there. There's no crime. There's no... no um, I'm no, going to Myanmar. Paul Potts under house arrest. Yeah, well, <laughs> so I didn't. Go, I've done the Cambodia before, and I did go to Phnom Penh, and I did see the killing fields and stuff. But um, you know, that's in the past. Thank God. Like all uh, all 15 years or so, maybe. Oh yeah, it's cra- it's crazy to think about that shit. It is still happening in, in like modern day times. It is. It, it, Yemen and yeah, it's, it's Syria. It's it is. Um, yeah, it's bothersome me. Try not to, but uh, it is it is happening in modern times in places. Um, so yeah, and I see some of that history. I mean, the first time I went to Cambodia, I did I did go see that. This time I didn't. I had a friend with me from Nepal, so we did Angkor Wat. We did more of the touristy stuff. So, but you did go to all the Vietnam. Um, yeah. Yeah. Museum. Yeah. Yeah. And I've done that before too. This is my second. It was my first trip to Laos, but second time to Cambodia and Vietnam. So. Um, but I, this was a little more. I would visually. find it fascinating personally how, just to see, just to. It is. How different are those countries from one another? Because they, they are all kind of, they're all like bunched together. It, it's like being in New England. It's like Murray in terms and Middell. <laughs> no, like, so here's the, here's the funny thing about that. Um, uh, I would say Cambodia is similar to Thailand, um, food wise, culture wise. Uh, Laos was a pleasant surprise. It's uh, got less than 7 million people. Um, That's tiny. Yeah. Vietnam's got almost 100 million. It's right next door. Um, Vietnam's got skyscrapers going up, and there's so much money coming in. It's changing so quickly. But Laos is quiet, peaceful, small villages. The capital only has 200,000 people. Um, so there are differences. Um, and again, if you're aware, you're observant, you see them. Um, and there's they're... they're extremely Buddhist in, in, uh, excuse me, in Laos, um, which is an interesting thing to me. I'm not religious at all, but, uh, um, it's just, you could see that they were, they're holding on to their, their culture. Whereas Vietnam, you know, there's, <laughs> there's Gucci and McDonald's and uh-huh. yeah, a yeah. lot like uh, other industrialized Southeast yeah. Asian countries. Yes. So. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. So those, those, so Nepal is probably your favorite. Nepal is, it definitely is just because, uh, the culture, the scenery is amazing. It's so exotic. It's very third world. It's a, it's a, an extremely poor country. It's hard um, to get to too, right? It's not easy. Yeah. There's no direct flights to Kathmandu. Um, you have to stop somewhere. <laughs> and and uh, flight into Kathmandu. It's not like it's Golden not a, Child. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a fun flight, I understand. Uh, well, and, in, and so, and also the, um, another airport you might be thinking of is called Lukla and that's the airport you have to fly in to start your Everest trek and it's called the the world's most dangerous airport and holy cow and then we actually couldn't didn't fly out from there because we couldn't and we ended up having to hike and then get get a helicopter so wow that's, yeah that's crazy like, yeah that's so that's why of... i like it i mean because it's like you know amsterdam that doesn't happen well if it does there's something else going on but <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a hell of a trip if you have to hike and get a helicopter in amsterdam yeah yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's like Mission Impossible stuff there. Yeah. Where Amsterdam or Nepal? No, having to get having to hike and get a helicopter. Oh out. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Stuart, I want to ask you one other question, sure. and we'll uh, we'll probably let you go. All right. Um, so you you made Utah your home. You've traveled all over the world. Uh, what's one thing that you would tell someone visiting the state that they had to do before they left? 
Okay, let me think for a second. That you have to do before you leave. I'll tell my Felicia Day story, too, because I forgot about that. She's super cool. I don't know if you've ever met her. Uh-uh. My daughter loves her, and she does a lot of, like, suicide prevention and, and mental health advocacy. And um, so she had her picture taken with her, and then she came back to Comic-Con, and so we took her picture, and she's holding her picture of her, and so Felicia Day just thought that was the coolest oh, thing that ever. Is, so. Oh, I like that, but too. But she's, she's another great one that I'm like, I don't mind my kids liking these people she's, that are more than just... Actors. She's also a, a YouTube star turned real star, which is probably why Stuart doesn't know who she is. That's because I don't really. <laughs> she's uh, <laughs> she's in. Uh, so she did a, a, a YouTube series with some other actors uh, called The Guild. Which, if you're like a like but a that's not, nerd, like a Dungeons and Dragons yeah. nerd, that's where she got her start. Right, and she still games, and she does fun, gaming fundraisers where she games, and people pay pay to watch her game. Um, but she she's like on Supernatural, and now she's in the new um, MST3K. Yeah. Oh, okay. She's okay. The, the girl in that. So okay. Um, I I'm gonna with the Utah thing. I'm I think I'm gonna go with a, an outdoors answer, and I would say. Um, if you could do one thing before leaving, um, I would say go down to Moab and explore down there. Uh, it's I've been all over the world, and it's some of the most surreal, amazing scenery, um, uh, arches and canyonlands. I, I I would say that that would be my answer. If you could only pick one thing, that would be it. That's that's one park I haven't got to visit yet that I really want. I've never been there. I want to go see Arches and Canyon Lakes. Yeah. I guess that's two parks technically. They're right there, but and Arches especially. They're basically the same. Yeah. You have to go to Moab. For <laughs> been to Moab lots. Never actually gone. I don't think I've ever even so. been to Moab. Oh Let's my go. gosh! Me neither. <laughs> it's about the size of Green River, oh. but prettier. Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean Green River, Wyoming. Oh, sorry. That's <laughs> the prettier. It's, it's, yeah, it's definitely prettier. <laughs> There's less sagebrush. <laughs> More pretty rock formations. Well, Stuart, I uh, appreciate you spending some time with us and, and uh, telling us about uh, your, your star-hugging stories. Oh, absolutely. Thanks for having me so. on. It was fun. Well, thanks, Stuart, for uh, for talking to us. That was that was fun. He's already posted a sel- our selfie that we took. Oh, that's cool. You can see the very, very top of my head peeking over his shoulder. <laughs> You can see the top of my bald head. Yeah, you're picking over the top of Jeremy, though. Yeah, well, that's because Jeremy's like, I'm just going to stand up here, like, be tall and not let anyone behind me. (laughs) It's because I'm so short that if I get to be tall, it's awesome. Congratulations. (laughs) It was a good day when that Uh, happens. So we talked about lights. I like being short. Cool light places to see lights last week. Was that last week? Yes. Yes. Um, So if you want to hear about where to go see Christmas lights, uh, listen to episode 133. Um, Otherwise, uh, we're going to tell you a little bit more about some different uh, Christmas stuff to do around uh, really the Wasatch Front uh, more than anything. Um, so some of these are going to be repeats, and we'll kind of skip a lot of the lightings because they've already happened. Um, but there's there's different things that you can do uh, around Utah. Shit, most of these are lights on this list now that I'm looking Activities at. and pageants. But they're all on. Like, the, now that they're lit, they're all on. You need to be on this Oh, page. I forgot that Winder Lane does, does oh, lights. Oh, yeah. And then you can go get oh, the yeah, donuts. Like somewhere. halfway through past all the lights. So there, where'd you get this list? Do you know? Where? Uh, or did Utah's you say Adventure when? Adventure Family. Yes. The site. It's for people to go look yes. at this list. Um, and Jess might post it before Christmas. Um, 
the Winter Jess Lane. will not post this before Christmas. This I remember going to Winter Lane when I was like in high school. I'll post it tomorrow. Uh, at least on Twitter, right? Or Just Wednesday or whenever. So there's uh, uh, a few different nativities. I, personally, I don't give a shit about nativities, but some people do. Uh, I only care if there's a real baby. <laughs> because <laughs> it's really funny to watch little kids try and deal with a real baby. So there's a nativity in the Glen, which has uh, already happened. Never mind. We're going to skip that. Uh, so <laughs> there's, there's stuff like the North Pole Ex- Express up in Heber. Um, that will run through the end of the week. Uh, so you can go get a... If, you, if they're sold out of tickets, you're pretty much effed. But you could maybe go on KSL Classifieds and find a space. Some bootleg... <laughs> So there's, um, man, we should have probably done there's this. There's a river cruise, Pro River Cruise. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah, we should have done this sooner. What, what are, what are they going to cruise on on the Provo River? Do they stick the it water? in the tube? No, like, is there like a steamboat? Hey, steam I boat? found it's one. It's not the, that big. The Grand America still has their holiday windows. <laughs> you can still go see, like, the Gardner Village Elves. What's Hardware Ranch? Um, it's where you go buy hammers. <laughs> It's the it's, it's the outside, they, at Lowe's that outside part. It's, it's where they it's where they raise hammers and screwdrivers and socket wrenches. No, seriously, it says Hardware Ranch rag, wagon rides from the seventh to February twentieth. Yeah, what you see when you ride around in the rag, wagon is, is you actually get to see how baby screwdrivers are made. <laughs> the mama. Is screwdri- that, that the little teeny tiny screwdrivers in that in your box or? Yeah, ones. yeah. So what happens? Or is that like is the stubby screwdriver? The flathead screwdriver is actually the female. It's and no, the, it's not. And the Phillips head is the male. No, I feel <laughs> like we're too late for this list, you guys. Yeah, I feel like I flipped through I feel it. Like, like the half the Phillips shit's gone. is the woman because it's way more Literally. useful than the flathead, which Next is year. failed. That's okay. We gave you Christmas lights last week, guys. Just fucking deal with it. We should have probably looked at this list a little more closely uh, up to before today. I thought we still had a week. <laughs> Do you know what, though? Even so, I ran Stuart home, and even just driving through downtown Salt Lake, I didn't drive next. I mean, technically, I did drive next to the temple, but I didn't look at it. But just driving Don't down State it. Street, all the lights up, it's just... It's really cool. It is really so, cool. Did you say hi to Space Jesus? I told you I didn't even look. <laughs> I didn't look. I was on that street and I didn't even she look. She had her I was horsey on blinders. a mission to get back. She yeah. had her horsey blinders on. Yeah, I didn't really want to wait for her to go in the visitor center and check out Space Jesus and then come here. Like that. I was like, sorry, I made a stop, guys. selfies. Selfies with Space Jesus. <laughs> I'm totally going to tell Stuart to do that. <laughs> so something cool. So Stuart talked about running. Um, he still does go for a run every morning and he has been every he has like the coolest luck ever every morning he finds things money cans of food hats scarves people shit just no just things and then but then he donates them like he took a bunch of beanies over to nepal like it's just it's really cool this stuff, and he always posts the stuff that he finds every morning. Money, like it's just crazy. Anybody lose five dollars? Because so, he lives downtown. So did we? I can't remember. Did we last year talk about some of our favorite Christmas stories? I don't know. Yes, we did. Yep. What okay. stories did we tell? I like that you said that, and I'm just looking at. Chris told the story about how he got the Nintendo or Nintendo the, back. Oh, in the what story did I tell? I don't remember. It was boring. Jamie <laughs> told a cake story. My cake story. Cakes. I don't remember. We're not going to rehash that because you can go listen to 50, <laughs> probably 52 episodes ago, whatever the fuck that is. 134 minus 52. Figure it out. Use your calculator on your phone. Um, 
What's but, funny uh, is you can't hit on your computer. I don't know if I want to talk about those stories. And I guess we can just... And don't. We can just end things. We're done. Just end it here. Just call it. Just be done. My kids are back home, and it's weird. So are we, are we really just ending this thing? Did you just pull a car over? So do we bother telling people where to find us? We should tell people where to find us. We should tell them just in case that new podcast people that I talked to when I was getting pretty bored today. Don't talk about another podcast on this show, goddammit. (laughs) Not one. (laughs) So imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. I Uh, suppose. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. I feel like you should just give credit, though. It's kind of like Jess's picture. I don't think she would have minded that other people used it if they would have said, hey... This is not my picture. Yeah, whatever. I'm over it. Uh, we can talk off air about it. Um, but you did just mean ending this particular episode, not the podcast in general. Right, Jeremy? Yes. Okay. So you can follow us on Twitter at TNU Podcast <laughs> or uh, Instagram, Facebook, the New Utah Podcast. It's at TNU Podcast is the handle on, on Instagram. Uh, we don't have a Snapchat because none of, none of the people who listen to us know what Snapchat is probably. I do. Um, <laughs> Uh, we also have a website, thenewutah.com. It's actually really easy to get to. Uh, Jess tries to maintain it. Um, she does a pretty good job, I, I, I would say. And if you're looking for something to do, that is a fantastic resource. Um, next week's episode, you'll want to listen to. Uh, it's going to be part two uh, of the City Weekly Best This is where we get to criticize what you guys voted for. Yeah, we get to tell you all how wrong you were about your votes. <laughs> Why don't um, you want to listen? So <laughs> and we should hopefully we'll have Enrique on in the in the new year. So yeah, that, that would we be just great. have to get us scheduled. So we'll we'll talk about some of our favorite places to uh, to eat. We'll we'll talk about why some of the fan favorites were were bullshit. Um, and uh, if you like what we say, you know, leave us a review. If you don't like what we say, leave us a review. Um, those those are always helpful for us to to kind of see how we're doing. Uh, we don't have a Patreon page yet. Uh, that might be something that we set up in the new year. We'll see what happens. Because um, yeah, then we have to be careful about what we say. No, we don't. Because I'm not I'm not getting sponsored by anyone. I'm just letting our listeners pay us for the content if they want. That's true. That's how it works. And then we yep. get to decide whether or not people actually give a shit about the show. <laughs> um, I don't know. We've never done that. What we always ask and what's actually the most helpful is, is if you just share it. We just want people to hear us. Uh, we, we do this for fun. Uh, and we like to hear ourselves talk. Uh, me more than anyone else in here probably <laughs> so um, we like to hear you talk too oh that's very sweet of you uh, so that's it we're just going to end good night bye bye